Hey there, kids. Thank you for tuning in to a special Halloween edition of the Dallas Podcast Group. I am the Elder. In this episode, we will hear three separate eerie tales. Our first account is a submission from a listener and describes a first-hand encounter with forces that are not of this world. For our second story, we will hear about a local club that attracted something far more sinister than its usual nightlife. Finally, we will listen to a family and their chilling confrontation with an entity of mythical origin. Let us not waste any more time, as it seems the spirits grow increasingly restless. The Visitation I've had two remarkable encounters with extraterrestrials. The first occurred when I was alone at home. Deeply immersed in my fascination with the unknown, a sudden thought crossed my mind. What would I do if an alien were to enter my home? To my astonishment, it was as though my curiosity summoned a being into existence. The memory of the encounter remains a blur. Yet I distinctly recall the entity extending its hand towards me. Its long, slender fingers sought a connection, a mutual understanding, and the purpose behind its visit. The following day, I awoke from what felt like a vivid dream, or perhaps a chilling nightmare. This encounter left me enthralled and just as haunted, prompting continuous contemplation about its true nature. The second encounter left me even more disturbed. Once again, I was at home, lying in bed, eagerly anticipating a peaceful rest. As I began to unwind, an overwhelming pressure enveloped me, a looming presence I couldn't ignore. The figure's features were unforgettable. A pair of piercing blue eyes set in a canvas of gray skin, and long, slender fingers that bore a haunting familiarity. Its nature was undeniable, and I found myself defenseless. In my horror, I cried out, No! No! The entity murmured incomprehensibly, and in a disturbing turn of events, it rolled me over. A strange numbness washed over me, leaving me utterly helpless. The following day, I awoke from bed, drenched in cold sweat and utterly bewildered. My memory of the second encounter is shrouded in a fog of uncertainty. Yet the unsettling remnants continue to haunt me. I can't help but shudder at the mere thought, fervently hoping never to experience such a visitation again. Dance with the Devil On the evening of June 18th, a dapper gentleman, draped in lavish attire and jewelry, entered the Flamingo Club. Every eye in the room seemed to fall on the magnetic fellow. He approached the young woman and began to exchange friendly introductions back and forth. And after a time, with an outstretched hand, the man invited the woman to the dance floor for a dance. The two danced, and song after song, it seemed that the couple were entranced with one another. Dancing, the young woman glanced down, and to her dismay, 
saw that the man's feet were no longer touching the floor. She let out a blood-curdling scream, and in an instant, the club plunged into darkness. The house lights came back on after what seemed like an eternity, only to reveal that the young woman was left bloodied, as if attacked and viciously cut up by an unknown assailant. Police were alerted upon arrival of the gruesome scene. Responding officers apprehended the mysterious dapper man, placed him in handcuffs, and sat him in the back of a patrol car. They then set about the scene and began questioning witnesses. Soon after the police halted the investigation, the man who had been detained and placed in the patrol car had vanished. Only the handcuffs remained. Although her wounds did not appear to be lethal, the young woman fell under a strange delirium and subsequently passed. The investigation concerning the events of that night has remained unsuccessful. Peter Halamanderas, the owner of the Flamingo Club, has since been questioned multiple times on the matter. It is the genuine belief of many locals that on that fateful night, the devil himself had visited the establishment. Of course, Halamanderas would disagree, stating nothing whatsoever had transpired. Halamanderas suspects that other business rivals are responsible for the rumor. Local coroner's files would show no records involving a female homicide victim on or about June 18th. That said, police records also show no recorded incident about the Flamingo Club around that specific date. The devil did not escape from the back of a police car, stated police spokesman Sergeant Billy Wicker. According to Mark Zier, a Methodist minister and a PhD medievalist at the University of the Pacific, the tale of the devil mirrors our contemporary era. In a world marked by increasing complexity and our perceived individual powerlessness, we've turned to the belief in invisible influences that govern our lives, some benevolent, like angels, and others evil, like the devil. At its core, this narrative could be nothing more than an expression of deep despair. As of June 14th, 2021, the Flamingo Club, located on the corner of Airport and Charter Way in Stockton, California, was demolished after years of being shuttered. It stood for decades as a nightclub and venue for live acts within the community, but it will always be remembered as the setting of an infamous urban legend involving a dance with the devil. The Gnome In Porterville, California, there is a house with a notorious history of purported hauntings by evil gnomes. Gnomes, mythical creatures from European folklore, are typically depicted as tiny, deformed beings resembling aged, gnarled men. In numerous legends worldwide, gnomes have been cast as mischievous and occasionally menacing entities responsible for instilling fear in families. One of these chilling accounts centers around Tammy Thomas, who along with her three children relocated to a countryside residence in Porterville, adjacent to the Tully River. Tammy consistently felt like she was being watched, and an eerie presence emanated from a nearby barn. One evening, as she returned from the grocery store with her son, they were startled by an unsettling, malevolent-sounding chuckle echoing toward them. 
Upon turning toward the sound's origin, they were confronted by a gnome-like creature, standing at a mere two to three feet tall. This creature greeted them with a sinister, ear-to-ear grin, revealing brown, jagged, pointed teeth. Filled with alarm, Tammy and her son rushed inside, securing the doors. While regrouping with her family, she saw the gnome-like figure moving outside the kitchen window before mysteriously vanishing. Notably, this was a common occurrence. Another family residing in the same house claimed to have had an eerie encounter with a similar gnome, sparking discussions and a gathering at the residence to compare experiences. Decades later, the baffling question endures. Were these gnomes indeed the source of terror for these families? I hope everyone made it through in one piece. It would be a shame if we lost anyone along the way. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. The ongoing support is greatly appreciated. Our social link will be included in our show notes. Happy Halloween, and we'll see you next time. Ha 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 